Before we go on to the interview, we at the IPS project would like to share an exciting announcement. For anyone who's interested, the IPS project now has a premium membership. With the premium membership, you will get access to all the online courses on the IPS Academy. You will also get a 15% discount on any IPS t-shirts, which are t-shirts that change the world, and a 15% discount on any IPS journey, which are mindful travel trips, workshops, and events. Your premium membership also lets you listen to over a hundred articles on the IPS project in audio format while on the go. You will likewise gain access to premium content, including special Q&As with instructors at the IPS Academy and other guests who have appeared on our previous podcasts. And you can even decide what the questions are going to be. If any of this has sparked your interest, you can find more information about it by going to innerpicturestores.com premium, or you can also find a link located in the description of this episode. Finally, you will also be supporting the IPS project to help it continue in its mission of providing education about life and release podcast episodes like this one. So if you do consider a subscription, Thank you sincerely. It really helps us a lot. Again, you can find more info by going to innerpicturestories.com premium or just click on the link located in the description of this episode. Having said that, let us go on now to the interview. Welcome to the Inner Picture Stories podcast. My name is Yelis Vaas, your host and the founder of Inner Picture Stories, the educational platform on life. I hereby invite you to come on a journey with me. In each episode, we will dive into the life of an inspiring person seeking lessons of wisdom about life and the world we live in. Answers that you can take away and use in your own life. It's true that no one ever said life would be easy, but it's also true that no one ever said you had to do it alone. So get ready and let the journey begin. Hey, what's going on everyone? This is Yelis Vaas, your host and founder of the IPS Project, the educational platform on life. Thank you for tuning in to the IPS Podcast. While normally I interview experts from all walks of life so you can improve your life, occasionally we have some different types of episodes here on the podcast, such as the IPS Positive News Stories. Now, it's been a while since we did a new one on the show, so I was really excited to create another one and bring some more positivity to the world, to you. In a nutshell, what are these episodes about? Well, the IPS Positive News Stories are, as the name suggests, a collection of positive news stories that happened around the world. In our last Positive News Stories episode, we highlighted six true hero stories, which was episode 015, if you're interested in uh, checking that out. Uh, you can also find it in the description of this episode. Now, in this episode, the main theme will be the environment and the positive changes and improvements that have been happening over the last few years. I think we can all easily sum up a list of things that have been going wrong with the environment. However, as with everything, that's only one side of the story. Positive changes have been happening as well. And in this episode, we would like to share five changes from various corners of the world with you. In the show notes located in the description of this episode, 
You can find any links or videos about the positive stories as well as any other IPS positive news stories we did. Of course, you can also go directly to ipsproject.blog and search for positive news stories to find it. With that, I hope this episode will light up your day and help you realize all is never lost. 1. Ecosia, the search engine that plants trees for every search, has just planted its 100 millionth tree. Let us start the list off with the search engine that plants trees for every time you search. Namely, Ecosia, a non-profit organization founded in Berlin, Germany. At the moment, they have reached a new milestone by having planted their 100 millionth tree. Now, as wonderful, of course, as all that sounds, the real question, however, is uh, how legit is Ecosia? Because let's be fair, it sounds almost too good to be true that by simply searching on the web, somewhere on the other side of the world, a tree is being planted. Yet, it is truly possible. Here is a brief explanation of how Ecosia works and its measures of transparency. Like all search engines such as Google or Yahoo, Ecosia gets its revenue from advertising and then donates 80% of its profits to non-profit organizations that focus on reforestation. The company works with multiple organizations such as the Eden Reforestation Projects, Hums Eter, which is French for man and earth, and various local partners to plant trees in uh, right now 16 countries around the world. Now, one measure of transparency taken by Ecosia is to publish its monthly financial reports online. These show exactly how much money they made from advertising and what percentage of their revenue went towards planting trees. On top of that, Ecosia is B Lab certified. Now, what does that mean? Certified B corporations are businesses that meet the highest standards of verified social and environmental performance public transparency and legal accountability to balance profits and purpose. To sum it all up, what this means is that no, this organization is not faking it. If you would ever like to contribute in a very easy way to the number of trees being planted in the world, well, why not start searching the web using Ecosia? If uh, you would like to learn even more about how Ecosia works, then check out the show notes. We have uh, posted a video there that explains more in-depth how Ecosia works. 2. A woman in Kenya invented plastic waste bricks that are 5 times stronger than concrete. Alright, let us move to Kenya in Africa, where an absolutely brilliant young woman named Nazambi Mate started a company called Genji Makers, manufacturing bricks from recycled plastic. Like many places in the world, Kenya suffers from huge waste issues. So tired of watching from the sidelines, Nazambi Mate designed her own manufacturing machines that produce plastic-made building bricks that are five to seven times stronger than concrete and started her company, Genji Makers. In less than two years, the company received five awards, created a range of job opportunities for youths in Kenya and Africa at large, promoted the recycling and upcycling culture in Kenya and Africa, and became a source of inspiration for female entrepreneurs within the fields of engineering. If you would like to learn more about Nazambi and her company, check out the show notes to find a video. 
3 Yara Birkeland, world's first electronic self-propellant container ship, launches in Oslo. Moving to yet another side of the world, in Norway the first electric self-propellant container ship named Yara Birkeland has been launched in Oslo. Now while I guess most people listening will likely not be into container ships, that doesn't take away the fact that this is an impressive feat to finally have the first electric self-propellant container ship out there in the world. Because this means that from now on more green emission-free container ships will also start to appear. To give you an idea of how beneficial having more of these ships can be, the Yara Birkeland, which transports mineral fertilizers between Porsgrunn and Breivik, and forgive me for likely pronouncing those cities uh, not entirely correct, will cut 1000 tons of CO2 and replace 40,000 trips by diesel-powered trucks a year. If we could have more zero emission container ships as well as fewer trucks in the world, more cargo can be delivered, local roads will be safer and less noisy, and our planet will ever so slightly become a healthier place. The launch of Yara Birkeland shows, yep, that all that is possible. If you would like to learn even more about how exactly the Yara Birkeland is made and how it works, check out the video located in the show notes of this episode. 4. At least 48 animal extinctions have been prevented. How often have you heard that yet another bird or mammal is on the verge of extinction? Well, likely more than the opposite. For a change, a recent study, which you can find linked up in the show notes, shows that since 1993, 48 mammal and bird species, such as the scimitar horned oryx, Californian condor, black-footed ferret, the red fox and many more have been saved from extinction by conservation actions. Some truly wonderful conservation efforts have happened over the last years, such as those for the Chevalsky's horse, of which 760 now roam the steppes of Mongolia once again after going extinct in the wild during the 1960s, and the Iberian lynx where 176 were reintroduced to the wilds of Spain between 2002 and 2010. The study subsequently compiled information from from 137 experts on the population size, trends, threats and actions implemented for the most threatened birds and mammals to estimate the likelihood of each species going extinct if no actions were taken. Their findings show that without conservation actions, extinction rates would have been around 3 to 4 times greater. Now if you would like to read the full study containing all the information and statistics, definitely check out the show notes to find it linked up there. Compared to what we might often believe because of what we see or hear, there are many people who fight every day to keep the various animal species we have in the world from going extinct. It is good to also recognize the work they have done and that it does pay off beautifully. 5. Nemo's Garden, world's first underwater vegetable garden. And our last positive environmental news story takes us underwater to Liguria, Italy, where a group of Italians asked themselves, can you grow terrestrial plants underwater? After years of hard work, they came up with the answer. 
Yep, you can. Launched by the Ocean Reef Group, they created the world's first underwater garden for terrestrial plants called Nemo's Garden. This alternative agricultural system could not alone increase food security in coastal areas where environmental conditions, geological characteristics and climate vulnerability make the pursuit of profitable and reliable local agricultural complex, but it can also create even more awareness for the protection of our oceans. Despite regulations that have been implemented worldwide, the marine environment is, as many people know, under threat of pollution. Chemical pollution caused by pesticides, fertilizers, detergents, oil and industrial chemicals is affecting marine wildlife and creating dead zones. Projects like Nemo's Garden will raise awareness to help people realize how crucial the ocean is for our species and that we need to take care of it. And for anyone listening who wonders whether the structures of Nemo's Garden are harmful to the surrounding marine environments and related ecosystems, well, it would not be good news if that were the case. Luckily, Nemo's Garden underwater farm poses no threat, firstly because of its minimal interaction with marine life, but even better, its non-toxic structures even support the surrounding marine area's repopulation. Let me explain. The soil of the area where the biospheres are located is mainly made of sand, pebbles and mud. So when non-toxic structures are placed, their presence offers shelter for the marine life present. In this case, because of Nemo's garden, the area has seen a 150% increase in the marine population. All in all, as you can hear, the world's first underwater garden is a project with many benefits. And there we have it everyone, your dose of some positive news stories happening in the world. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the IPS Positive News Stories. If you have any favorite story or have any thoughts you would like to share, you can do so in the show notes, which can be found in the description of this episode, or by going directly to ipsproject.blog and search for positive news stories. As well, in the show notes, you can find the previous episode we did on positive news stories that covered six true hero stories. So, if you would like to hear even more good news from around the world, definitely check out that episode too. With that, I hope I can welcome you again soon in another episode here on the IPS Podcast. This is your host, Yelis Fass, signing off. <laughs>